0: Hey, this is Ed Placencia from Married to the Games and Twitch.tv slash Ed Placencia. And you, I don't know if you knew this, you're listening to the GamerCast.
1: And good job.
2: Hey!
0: Welcome to episode seven of the Gamer Cast that publishes on iTunes and Google Play and whatever you call those things nowadays. Every single month, thank you for subscribing and thank you for rating the show on Apple Podcasts and wherever else, uh, guys. If you're new, here's the deal: every month I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet, and we talk about video games and life. And if you want to be on the show or if you just have questions or feedback or whatever, you can tweet at me at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery Capri like the pants, guys. Um, it is November 29th. As I record this, it will go out almost immediately for patrons. And I tried to push this off as best as I could, uh, to try and get over this cold. I thought I was over the hump, but, uh, this is awful. (laughs) This is really terrible. I've got, I've kind of gone from like my eyes to my nose, to my, my mouth. Now it's in my throat. It's, it's, it's terrible and I hate to bring you guys along for this so we'll have a, a quick intro I've got a couple things that I want to I want to talk to you guys about and before we get any further I should give a quick thank you to everybody who supports us on Patreon because you guys are listening to it first and especially the people who support us at the gold member level like Mr. and Mrs. Nasty and Tammy Boots Brendan Myers, Don Becker, James Johnson, Joel Brooks, Ryan Turford and Tim Eigendorf, thank you guys so much and of course Diamond Executive Producers, Jonathan Brown, Purple Monkey Entertainment thank you guys uh, for being here and for supporting us. It's been a crazy 2019 as we're headed into the final month and as Chelsea closes the door and I'm realizing I'm not alone in this basement. (laughs) I thought I was alone. I had a moment, but I do not. But guys, today you are going to hear an amazing conversation with not one stranger from the internet, but uh, two friends from the internet. The Nintendo dads, the uh, Justin Masson and the Zach Erickson, are here for the first time on the GamerCast. We have two guests. Um, it's sort of like a, a one-on-two sort of sort of situation. I cannot wait. It starts starts off a little weird. We, uh, we of course have an excellent conversation, and in it we we eventually talk about how these guys will be back. So. Um, we haven't recorded the next episode, so I thought you guys could hear it first and then let me know if there's anything that we touched on that we should follow up on, or if there's anything that maybe there's a question that sparks in your mind. So um, hit me up at Sean Capri, of course, on Twitter or in the Yumi Capri um, Discord send your questions over there and I will be sure to ask Justin and Zach the next time that we get together very very soon as December is here man I'm recording this on Black Friday and I'm seeing everybody go about getting all their deals and buying all their things and having all this retail fun and um man I'm just so living vicariously through all of you guys it's also also I should say um I'm also uh a little held back because I'm remembering, maybe unlike some people, that Game Pass is a thing. <laughs> There's a lot of these games that will very likely be free on Game Pass in no short order at all, but that's a, that's a whole other story. Um, before we get into the chat, quick thank you to Ed Placencia for that sweet, sweet intro before the music started. Ed is a class act and I reached out to him with like this silly idea to go like, I would like like previous guests to kind of like intro the show just like a, with a quick thing and um, just have a quick callback to the to the legacy of the show as we start every show. So thank you Ed for that. He gave me a couple of quick takes. This was clearly my favorite. It actually put me in a smiling mood just before hitting the record button. And uh, it's important that he did that because later today, after I record this, after I publish this, um, I have to take my my dog Charlie to the vet, and we're gonna find out what the heck is gonna happen to her um we found out last week that she has well the x-ray x-ray doesn't tell you exactly what it is but um it's it's apparently a softball size something looks like a tumor um in her gut so i I actually ed i'm really glad that you did that because it kind of put me in i was worried about recording this a little bit earlier as i was driving home from from the costco um you know, and, and grab my, I got my, my $1 coffee, of course. Um, and I was worried about recording this and, uh, right now, I guess, um, I'm, I'm just doing okay. I'm not, I'm honestly not looking forward to this at all. I don't know if it's going to be me or Chelsea who takes, um, the dog to the vet and we're going to find out what's going to happen. It's essentially just finding out how much time she's got is kind of where we're at. And that's, I always feel like November, December is, is a difficult time for a number of reasons. I think it's super stressful. There's, um, I think, I don't think Black Friday really helps things. I think it complicates things quite a lot and makes us want things that we probably can't afford. And all of that stuff, we see all of our, our friends buying things that we probably won't get around to and it reminds us how we'll never get to all the games. So I'm in a, I'm in a weird place. So I'm glad that we have this really great chat with Justin Masson and Zach Erickson. And it's good timing that, um, I'll be chatting with Zach very very soon as he helps me and you oh, know zach and justin both guide me through so much all of the time so let's just get right into it guys you can follow justin masson on twitter at masson 23 you can follow zach erickson at zach erickson no k in the zach and uh nintendo dads is the twitter and youtube channel so please guys buckle up and step <laughs> I was gonna say get on into the xbox drive here we go guys here they are justin masson and zach erickson the nintendo dads
1: problem well, is sean i am cool right i am so that cool that the kids the kids just look to me and say what's the trend mr masson and, and i say shoddy mustaches and um <laughs> fortnite yeah and they're like all in i was like you're welcome you're welcome also also kids Hello. day dr- Hello, day drinking geez. day drinking is also cool you know so
0: that's that's as, long how as, as it wow. carries on into the night yeah i i would say that yeah exactly it's if sad you the, if you're done by like five or six but if you can keep uh, sure. going
1: couple days ago we went out for brunch and we showed up with a bunch of other couple, other couples it was 11 o'clock and they were already into some early early day drinking and I was yeah. like well sure would you not now right yeah I'll, I'll have a, I'll have a pint with my uh, sausage and eggs for breakfast thank you very kindly so we cracked onto that but uh, no I think I think going back to your question I think the thing that interests me about Fortnite is really I kind of necessarily... wanted to talk about drinking during the day for a little bit longer sure. are... <laughs> we could do that as well we could definitely <laughs> talk about that as well right but I think I think I think just what Epic did, right? Like it's, I think in five years when we st- we have an opportunity to stand back and dissect the tale that or the story that Epic has done over the last three to four years with Fortnite and how that's I think changed the industry. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be fascinating. I would love to be like a fly in the wall in epic just for a week yeah just sit there and watch like what are you doing here so
0: i think you just might end up being richer just for being in the presence just oh i if think the so. flies on the walls are actually like they're living better lives than we are man
1: oh probably probably that's right pretty
0: unreal man you're going uh, into the
1: bathroom you're you're drying your hands on like 50 dollar bills
0: because why not right that's how you do they're funded by parents uh credit cards around the world yeah yeah zach are you into are you into fortnite dude
2: um, I I don't actually surprisingly don't get to play a whole lot of video games right now. But my son is like, he's level. What level is he? I think he said he was like level seventy-five or something
0: right Good now. God, your season. <laughs> <Justin>. <laughs> wow. So, Why do you say surprisingly yeah. though? Like, are you actually surprised? Like, how many kids are you up to now, man? Like, are you six or seven? It's nine or ten. You uh, realize they're not like Pokemon. Done. You don't have to catch them all. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, we're done. We got four and we're done. And this, like, I was, I was convinced on the fourth, but, uh, but yeah, no, we're done. So yeah, the oldest though, he's, he's nine. And so he comes home and I, he probably plays it like over an hour a day, you know? And then, and then like days, like days, like today where it's just like, oh, you know, we're the kids let us sleep in, but then. We get up and it's like, oh, it turns out he's been up since seven because of course he would on a nice. day off from school. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, he's like, we get up at like, you know, like 930 or 10 and he's like three hours deep. At the I, love it. <laughs> so. I love it. I love it. He's got to figure it out, man. Does
0: he have a TV yeah. in his room and stuff? Is that what's going on?
2: Well, he's
0: playing it on the switch, so Oh oh yes, where we had to we had our Game Boys like under the sheets with a with a lamp yeah. so you could see it, or maybe you had the little attachment. We could just have the switch. Man, I didn't even think of that. I can't believe you have a nine year old, Zach. I know, it's weird. It is. It's really weird. <laughs> Four under nine, that's insane, man.
1: That's that's ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah, you so insane. so let me ask you this. I know this is Sean's interview, but I'm No, I mean, this, I is, a this is this is this is gonna be a this totally
0: different this is gonna so be weird.
1: You said like, no, we, you know, you've decided at four. Have you decided? Yeah. Like, have oh, you, yeah, dude. I have you, incapable. have you seen your man?
2: Oh yeah, of course.
1: Yes. Oh, good. Good for you. Cause I think oh, yeah, like some, someone's oh, like, oh no, blew- we've stopped at four. I'm like, really? Have you seen your man to have a, have a talk about, about oh, the yeah, snip?
2: No, no, dude. We, we, we blew that bridge out. Yeah, good bridge. for you. No bridge. Yeah yeah. <laughs> There's no, There's bridge. no bridge. yeah. yeah. There's <laughs> no bridge.
0: The bridge <laughs> is
2: out! Yeah, you know that part of. Uh, Don't get do the chopper! You know that part of uh, Dark Knight Rises where they blow all the bridges out at the same time? Oh, wow. Yeah, that's right, like that's what happened. All the so.
0: explosions. I was thinking just one bridge would have been enough, but you sure. blew out all the bridges. <laughs> <laughs> Just just saw these she, testicular at that, at that explosions. Point it's all
1: about like just, she just had, doubling down on safety.
2: <laughs> exactly. Like for real, like she had a C section and we were like, No, we're done. You do whatever you gotta do while you're in there. And then I was like, I listen, ninety nine percent chance is mm-hmm. not is, is like ninety-nine percent effective is not effective enough. Like yeah. I will also
1: while you're in I, there changing the oil, could you help me out a brother out? Also, yeah. do you punch or do you do you validate two for one parking? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I already had it scheduled when she was like, like I had scheduled it before she had yeah. gone in, and then I was just like, well, I mean, why not, right? So
0: sure, right? It's At least start, you're you're an so. equal participant now. At least you could say that you know you had your. I, I imagine you're up in stirrups when they do it as well. <laughs> I don't know exactly the position. No, it's you know, a, sort of lay there. no, no. <laughs> just
2: kind of lay there. There's no stirrups, but
0: just know. kind of on your side so they can draw you yeah, like the French I girls. Would... Yeah, exactly.
2: I was surprised at, I was surprised at how, um, for some reason I assumed that they would like knock you out, but of course not because they just like, they, they just go in and it's literally, they didn't even stitch it up or anything. (laughs) Uh, It was. (laughs) Right, like it was just,
0: just put a little bandage, <laughs> just,
2: put, just put a little door the Explorer bandage on that well, thing, slap you until you go home. Well, here's the here's the thing, man. It was, well, it's because like, okay, so imagine you blow up a balloon, right, and the and the, the membrane expands, and then it's like, no, that thing just like shrinks <laughs> right in, and it just like seals itself. It's just like, it's well,
1: they, I, I I they stitched mine. They did, yeah.
2: Yeah, well, he's totally. Yeah, like, yeah, you're fine.
1: Man, I'm so I left out it. here. No, it's 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 you know what the funny part is. It's like a fifteen minute procedure, really is super in yeah. out. Right, other than other than the oddity of like, <sighs> something smells like it's burning, mm. and you're like that's, that's them sealing it shut because they're not they're not going to cauterize it. Like, oh, the wound. Yeah, well cool. exactly. they're burning me right now. That's cool. That's cool. In the and future like, they do Mr.
0: the procedure with a lightsaber. Actually, yeah, Mister Mass, yeah, your shirt much.
1: doesn't need to come off. Oh, it does for oh,
0: this, anyways. <laughs> right?
2: No, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, you just like. He was just like, yeah, no, just uh, like, get ready or whatever. I just
1: came back and I was just like fully new. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a no, to... <laughs> And then he, went, he walks into a room of university students doing art drawings. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry.
0: Why am I not surprised that a chat with a Nintendo dad started off with how to not become <laughs> a Nintendo dad anymore? <laughs> it's like, no more. No more dads. The next, the next phase will be the Nintendo granddads, which I cannot wait. You know, uh, pr- probably, I don't, I don't, probably delay for you guys as well, but that'll yeah, be a thing before you know we're it. We're not going to be, we're not
1: going to make it. I think with the amount of stress and just children will give you, I think we'll be dead before that. Just
0: life, like you're not going to make it like.
1: Oh, uh, sure. And no, I think it's going Nintendo fire. dad corpses is
0: what it'll be. Well, that's why yeah, you need in to. Memor- Nintendo
2: dad's in, Memor- in
0: memoriam. That's yeah. why you need to have the family grow like it like it has, man. Um, sure. But I want to... Zach, you said that you were surprised. You're like, surprisingly, I don't play any games anymore. I'm like, are you really surprised? You have four kids, all under nine. Like, there's, that's not really much of a surprise to me. Or is there actually hope that we're not really seeing oh, from well, our end?
2: I guess part of the reason for me right now is that also I... Um, I'm also in the middle of studying for the E triple P, which is like the big licensing exam in psychology. So that's the other piece. It kind of sounds is like a wrestling all- move.
1: I know, right? Yeah. E, e- triple- triple-
2: P- Yeah. It's basically like the big I don't know. It's the, the equivalent of like your bar exam or whatever for a lawyer, like that kind of thing.
0: So. I thought Uh, school was supposed to be done. I thought that was the whole, like, the last time you and I saw each other. It's like, oh, school's almost done. I'm going to finally be. No,
2: I've been done school for, like, over two years now. This is So after you graduate, so in Alberta, you become a psychologist and technically I'm, like, a registered provisional psychologist, Mm -hmm. which basically means, like, at the point I'm at right now, I literally, all I have to do is consult once per month for one hour with my supervisor. And but like after I finish this test, then I don't have to do that anymore. And so does uh, this count? Will this psychology. will this
0: count for your hour? Like if you yeah, consult with yeah. Justin and I, <laughs> yeah. Do no, so to, like I, do
1: you have to pay? Tell you like a buck to say you're on right tenure with us? Yeah,
0: exactly.
2: Sure. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm sure you take that right. Supported by patreoncom
0: Capri. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, no. So it's 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 just basically a thing so that then I'm fully independent from any other psychologists and I can just kind of be my own person
0: if i if i want
2: to i don't really plan on that right now but but yeah so that's that's basically what that's been i have been i've been working for over two years now so
0: and justin you were doing nintendo dads with zach for so long are you ever surprised that i know you guys have joked back and forth that you had to keep zach in line but like he's very studious he's very organized on the academic side does it like does this jive with the zach that you know from nintendo dads
1: no, not at all. Hundred <laughs> percent, right? Uh, no, and I, and I think that's that's probably part of it, right? I think I think Zach and you know I'm, I may be speaking out of turn, but my experience with Zach is very studious in those studies, very focused, very on the ball, um, and then probably the the outlets allow him to kind of not have to be that studious. Do you yeah. know what I mean, oh, that's like,
2: totally... it's very, like it's, it, a, it's, it's very a,
1: like a yeah. It, it was oh, completely opposite, right? We we would have we would have. You know, I'd be prepping the notes beforehand, get ready. I've pulled everything in, and it's like we're supposed to start at nine. It's like nine ten. Zach kind of rolls in, and we're, and he kind of starts up his computer. Let's go. And it's like, uh, sorry guys, what are we talking about today? And it's kind of like, <laughs> wait, what are you? Wait, hold on. there's notes. Like you have to. So no, I, I think I think and Zach, correct me if I'm wrong here. I think for you, it's it's a bit of a different outlet for you.
2: Oh, it totally is. Yeah, like that. Like for me, Nintendo dads was always like I, I'm very much like a work hard, play hard kind of person and um and like there's no middle ground i'm either like working or i'm playing and like that's and but and so like for me nintendo dads was always playing and so any part of it that was like the hustle of it i was i've never been good at it and i know that and i think that's what made justin and i's sort of like pairing always work really well Mm -hmm. and i mean and and like jesse as well like Basically, the, anything that I found, like, and part of this, I think we've talked about before, like, I have ADHD, and so I think this is part of it, too. But anything that was not, like, enjoyable for me, I, I didn't really, uh, it, it was just hard to narrow in on, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know if that answers the question, but that totally, that's that's always, I think, sort of been the approach for me, is that it was, it was absolutely like a, an outlet where I was having fun doing it.
0: Yeah. So... Well, so far I'm impressed with you guys always trying to loop it back to the question as if I remembered even asking the question. <laughs> like that's not a, I don't know five I, years.
1: Five years, Sean. We've been doing this for five years. I think they, we've uh, I think we've we, we're we're uh, I think we've got under our
0: belt now. Exactly. You guys know what you're doing here. But I'm wondering, like, has it ever been frustrating for the two of you guys? Because you're not really like seeing. It's almost like you're coming at it from two angles, and it's all like, well, this is what this is. The two opposites attract, and it's the um. You know that you compliment each other, but was that ever was that ever frustrating for you guys? Um, were there any fights or anything like that? Where you just like, oh, if you could just like, Zach, if you could just pick it up or show up on time, or Justin, if you could just chill out, man, just it would be fun. Or if we, if you could just chill. Like, was there any disagreements that you guys are f- open to share?
1: Zach, I'll let you go go first.
2: Um, I I feel like I've, there were definitely. I don't want to say there were fights there. I wouldn't ever say there was that there were, there've been moments where, um, where I think that, and especially there was this moment of transition where I, it became clear to me, like my life doesn't have room for doing a weekly podcast anymore. Yeah. And my life does not have enough. And, and like, I, I like desperately was trying to figure out like, how can I do this? And how, like where, where is this going to fit as and basically where i'm at right now is it's just been like okay well like whenever i can i will but it's very rare at this point yeah um and and so and, and like part of it has always been kind of figuring out how do you know how do i how do we make that work and and you know if i'm going to do it if i'm gonna get a game like you know and is the nintendo that's going to pay for that and like there was there was this moment i think justin basically came down and said look man we're not just going to pay three damn games you got to do something about it yeah <laughs> i was like oh yeah no that's totally reasonable uh that's totally fair um but it's i don't i i think that part of what's always prevented anything really big from exploding at least from my side and justin you can like totally call me out in public it's totally fine but i think that For me, it was always like, we always knew what, I think there was, there was this like shared values. Like we, we knew what Nintendo badge was and what it wasn't and what, especially like if people were like helping us build, build this, we didn't want to take that lightly. And so it was always like, there was, there were moments where I think, I think we sort of like kept each other in check a little bit mm-hmm. but it was but I, I never felt like it got personal it, it was just a matter of like course correction if that makes sense yeah um yeah i don't know justin if you've got like a different take on that but
1: yeah no i mean i think you know i think one of the things has been very interesting with zach and i's relationship especially when you think of you know having really only met you know basically five years ago and very informal through through our, our conversations and our you know the you know, at this point, the, the legendary meeting at Tim Hortons on a Mm -hmm. bromance, right? (laughs) I think that what we have always been able to do, and I, and I, and I struggle to understand maybe why we're able to do this. And maybe Zach, you're able to provide insight, but we've always been very direct with each other, Mm -hmm. very straight, very straight to the point and have called each other out on our shit. Right. Like, and, and been like, no, I'm no, like, no, that's not cool. Or like, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, let's uh, get on a Skype call. And let's, you and I have, have a chat about this and just understand, help me understand where you're coming from, Mm -hmm. right? Help me understand how you're seeing it. I think we've always, we've always had that approach and, and the conversation that he's alluding to there about the whole, like, Hey, listen, we're not just paying for your, for your, for your stuff. It was interesting because I had recognized that when I had sent that to him, I was in like a high stress spot myself. We had just kind of decided we're moving back to Canada. There was stress I had. And then there was a lot, it was kind of like a lot of pressure from Nintendo dads was falling on my shoulder at that time. Mm -hmm. So then he, you know, then I was upset and frustrated with him. So I sent kind of, and I'll be very frank, my messaging to him was not very polite or nice, right? It was very, very jagged to the point. And it was one of those things where, and I remember the response back was maybe we should just get on a call and talk about it. Right. Wow. So we've always just had, we've always just had this kind of ability to just say, Hey, let's just have a chat. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I think there's definitely, you know, there's definitely been hard times and frustrating times like and i'll be very honest right you know when zach kind of made that decision to to kind of leave the show a little bit or 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 kind of really step away from my own perspective that was challenging for me Mm -hmm. right because that was so it always it always kind of felt like zach and i and jesse right but it kind of felt like we had this we had this really tight bond and this friendship and and the, the chemistry really worked really well together we knew with me going to Ireland, there was a possibility we didn't know what was going to happen. So we brought in Marty, which is absolutely fantastic. He's he's perfect fit for the show. But I remember at one point thinking, I, and I remember Zach, you know, and this is the selfish part of me, right? Zach's like, hey, I am not, I, I can't. I'm, I'm really busy, right? Like, I've got four kids. I've got a lot going on. And I remember thinking to myself, like, how dare you? Yeah. Right? Because <laughs> I was like, I'm getting up at 4 a.m. in yeah. Ireland to do this show, to make time. And it wipes my Friday, and it usually wipes my Saturday, and then I go to work. So, if I can find time at four a.m., you better be able to find time. And I remember thinking that, and Zach Zach doesn't know this. We've never had this conversation about this. So surprise!
2: Yeah, no, this is all this is all great. This is good.
1: Um, but I remember feeling frustrated by that.
2: Yeah.
1: But I also, but I don't know if I was more frustrated because he was, he was stepping away from the show or whether it was the frustration that I can do this, why can't you? Because it felt like a change in our relationship. Now our relationship hasn't changed, right? Mm -hmm. And Zach's, uh, you know, or I should say our relationship has changed, as any relationship changes, right? Distance, time, all those things. But I think what we've always been able to do is just have these very frank and candid conversations. But we were also very, we've always been very open and, and open with each other, right? From the moment we started, from every kind of positional move we made with Nintendo Dads, Right. Whether it was, do we do a Patreon? When do we release it? Do we bring on guests? Right. We we had conversations because to Zach's point, we knew what we wanted it to be. We knew what we didn't want it to be. But we also what we probably didn't anticipate was what it could be. Right. Mm-hmm. Again, we we saw the world kind of you know if I'm using like Overwatch, we saw the world as it was, not as it could be, and the potential of it. And I think in the last couple of years, we've seen that potential spin up into this thing that we've net we we now no longer have control on. Right? We no longer have our hand on this wheel. And I talked we talked about it a little bit on episode 250. It's not Zach and Justin and Jesse and Marty. It's the community, right? That spins this entire thing. So, mm-hmm. um, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know, Zach, if you want to counter to any of that. Or, yeah, or sh- no,
2: I wouldn't. Yeah, no, I, I, that's, that is, uh, I always had susp- suspicions and it's interesting. Cause I, I feel like for me, it was, it was definitely like I, it was, it was, there was a moment, like, it was a terrible time for me to leave the show. Absolutely. Like looking back, like you doing that from, from Ireland. And I remember thinking that. And then having a moment where I was like, I my wife was pregnant at the time and <laughs> I was a new psychologist and I was seeing clients until nine o'clock at night, three days a week. Like, And then the other. And so basically, even though technically, I think there were moments where I probably could have done it, especially with the way everything was sort of working. It was it was just like it was literally like. The, the time that we would record, I was basically coming home and being like, oh, I, I can't even function. I've mm-hmm. just got, come off of like three days of working evenings and I have to work tomorrow morning. And it was uh, again it and, and like it there was so much going on that I just remember thinking I I at least for now I can't. And I don't. And I remember thinking, though, like it was a terrible it was a terrible time to do it. Um, but I think that that was, I feel like that was also a really important moment though, because Mm -hmm. that opened, that opened everything else up where it basically became like, okay, this isn't about like, you know, these initial like three or four people, Mm -hmm. right? Like very quickly after that, like Gary came on and now we've got like so many more people and like people who are contributing to the, you know, to the YouTube channel and, there's just like, there's, there's so many other things going on now mm-hmm. that, um, that I feel like it was actually like, okay, this, like that I, there, I, it was actually really hard for me to walk away from that too, because Justin, Justin, and I have talked about if there's one thing that I, that I'm a control freak over, it is like me being at the board like directing mm-hmm. this as far as like the tone and, yeah. the, and like the pacing and the like that kind of thing that I was just like I, I have to let it go. I don't want to but I have to mm-hmm. and I like I had to and I had to walk away from it because I was I was going to drive myself crazy otherwise.
0: Well and um, I, I want to get to that. I do have a I want I, that's that's definitely something that I that I want to hit on Zach but as I as we're kind of at this stage I, th- I think I see a bit of a like Just kind of, again, polar opposites between you guys, too, where Justin felt the need, for whatever reason, you felt the need to stay in light of or despite um, all the challenges. You're on the other side of the world. You're recording at 4 in the morning. Mm -hmm. I still don't understand how that time didn't change. You're the damn founder of the show, but that's a whole other story. And so you felt something that compelled you to keep going with the show. And Zach – made a difficult decision to move away and I can't help maybe you guys can relate with this too And I'll just insert myself into this too where um, I look at Chelsea who's like running the house and I can't keep up with her and I'm like well you got this (laughs) and I'll Mm -hmm. just try and you know contribute where I can but ultimately the decision has to be made even in our own households like who's doing what and who's got time and expertise to do what area now I just wanted to touch on like the difference between like Justin, what, I guess I'll touch on this. Like what, what compelled you to keep going? Like, why didn't you just follow suit with Zach where Zach was making as, as tough a decision had a lot on his plate. And the next part of the question I want to explore is, um, almost where I think a lot of us do this, where we, where we almost judge the other person's busyness and it's impossible Mm -hmm. to do that. But first I want to touch on like, why did you Mm -hmm. stay when maybe there was a, there was a fork in the road where you both would leave and have Jesse and Gary and Marty kind of take over?
1: Yeah, and that's a really good question. So I think, you know, as we, you know, and I was very frank with, with um, you know, Zach and and Jesse, and actually, if I'm very, very honest, I think Zach and Jesse were, I think, the very first people to know that I was potentially moving. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually don't think we had talked to, to be honest, it sounds funny. I don't think we told our family yet. Either at that point, yeah. but I remember having the conversation. I
2: remember having that conversation, with like when when you told me, and then yeah. you told Jesse later that day or something, and it was like, "Yeah, absolutely." Sorry, continue.
1: Yeah, it's okay. It was it was one of those things of like I mean I needed to express it because I think the really really cool part has been, despite not being in rooms to record and not seeing each other very often. I think we've always had just a very, again, open and frank conversation. So we started talking about like, okay, if this does, if this occurs, like I think we do need another voice. So we were starting to get busier anyways. And we were starting to have like, Hey, if I'm sick, we kind of need another voice and, and let's have that. And so, you know, it was a natural fit to Mart for Marty to come on to that. But one of the things when we brought Marty on was I had said, I actually don't know if I'm coming back to the show. Yeah. I don't, I don't know at all. This may be my last episode. We're not doing like a farewell tour, and it was uh, our final, or the episode before I left, I was like, hey, by the way, I'm moving to Ireland. If I'm back, see ya. Great, if not, bye. And that was it. Like, we didn't want to make an event of it. And they moved over there. And about three months later, I came back on the show. And it was interesting. Your question was why, right? Why didn't
0: you just like walk away and just yeah. be? Well, it's because, like Zach opened the door for you almost. Like he, yeah. in a way, Zach, he almost made it okay for Justin to do that. Yeah. So for, yeah, for, yeah, for,
2: sure.
0: for
1: me, it was, it was actually the familiarity and comfort with it. Yeah. Because in a time when everything changed right mm. every situation changes i had no we like we had i had i had co-workers that was it but i had no friends i had no communication mm. right like other than like hey we're 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 messaging or whatever but there was no no outlet for me to allow to have this conversation because one of the nice parts we talked about nintendo dads was just like as, as any podcast let's just bring some friends together and have a chat about something <laughs> right like yes. that's really what yeah. it is right and so for me that became a regiment mm-hmm. that became a moment for me to connect with everybody that came mm-hmm. that came for this kind of like normality of like you know my job is now a little bit different i'm in a completely different house my family's in this crazy situation but this thing this little pocket is normal wow. and i know what i can expect here and i can feel connected to a community that right now i don't feel cuz i don't feel connected to anyone right yeah so for me that was really important. So your your little bit of your questioning was like, well, why didn't you change the time, right? Like you're the founder, change the goddamn time. <laughs> but for me again, that was also the familiarity and no- normalness for everybody, right? Why am I asking everyone to change that? Why am I asking our listeners to change that? We, you know, the needs of the many outweigh the needs are the few or the, the one, right? Like why should like? But that was that you know that if we changed it, then maybe Marty couldn't attend or Jesse couldn't attend. I knew that they had that time carved out in their calendar. Mm-hmm. That like I can connect into that time easily. So for me, that was that was a really big thing. Wow. Um, if I'm very frank about it, there have been times I have thought and a little bit to to Zach's point here. You, why don't I just go? Yeah. right. Why don't I just like step away, like, step away this like I'm done. You know, Nintendo Dads is not, not done. Nintendo Dads lives on, but I don't need to be here. Right. Yeah. Um, because I think that's what's happened. Right? We've talked about that is, is, is it has continued without us. And that's, and that's really critically important. Um, but I think, I still think there's something there that I get a connection with for the community. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think, in, I think in some ways, like when Zach, when Zach left, it goes back to that statement of like that. I felt hurt by that or angry by that because that was my normal. That yeah. was my mm-hmm. connection. Right. That was my connection to a friend I knew that was someone I could have a really genuine conversation with. Right. And not that I couldn't have a call, but now it's like, Hey, you're not valuing this the same way that I value it, mm-hmm. right? And so that that can hurt someone, right? And so okay. I, you know, I was I was definitely definitely oh, a little bit frustrated yeah. and hurt by that, right? But but I also like that's the emotional perspective. The mm-hmm. logical perspective, right? Which I was able to flip over was I 100% get it. Zach yeah. is mm-hmm. super busy. He's got four kids. I can't relate to that. I only got two. Yeah. Right? I like you know, and that's a handful. So to imagine, and to, yours are,
2: and also yours are older, like, right? Yeah, you, and like, so to, like a, yeah, Sorry to guys.
1: imagine that you've got more on the way, and you're schooling, and you're starting a new job. Like I can relate to some of those things, but not all of them. Mm-hmm. So the emotional part and the logical part were a conflict. Yeah, right. But I was able to kind of say like, "Hey, no, I totally, you know, I, to- I totally get that," and and it was fine. So that was you know some of the rhyme and reason to to that, right? But I also. You know, is funny right because we because continuing Nintendo dads from Ireland actually opened our exposure up to things that were incredible big time right so I had an opportunity through Nintendo dads to go to K- gamescom in Germany right yeah. like how amazing is that I mean that is that is the e, that is the e3 of the world right actually they're drawing bigger numbers than e3 big time yeah right because we were just right there and that, I mean that's something that like that you want to talk about I mean and you know Sean going to e3 you want to talk about a bucket list thing? Yeah. Oh my God. Like seriously, like I, I, I was like, my, my wife had said to me, she's like, and this was on your bucket list. So she said, yeah, I'm like, it's checked. Like I, this is incredible. I'd love to go again, but like, holy cow, because yeah. again, Nintendo dads was there. Right. And then we found just a community of people in Europe that were so connected to Nintendo dads. So, you know, whether it was myself or Gary showing up at EGX or meeting some of the guys like Jack and Paul and getting Barry and the switch Island guys. Right. So yeah. now this, now it actually, like, having us over in Ireland actually, like, grew our brand and grew our community and kind of infused yeah. this different, this kind of, like, multi-continent connection that we, yeah. I think, was there, but we really leaned into. And I think that's actually helped to elevate us uh, in different ways as well. Yeah, so I was thinking about moving to Japan for the story. same reason. I was, I, was
0: thinking, I was thinking about moving to Japan for the same reason, or maybe it's Australia or something. Completely logical. Like that. Yeah, uh, completely Zach- logical. Zach, I want to jump to you for a second and because this mm-hmm. is something that I think a lot of, um, I don't know if it's just uh, guy friends, maybe. That we're always always like, well, I'm busier. Somebody is always saying, like, I'm I'm the busiest one out of everybody. And it's really hard to kind of really equally compare. What is it about when somebody says, I'm busy, that triggers the other person to say, well, you're not that busy? Or I can't. Like, why can't we understand what somebody is really saying when they say, I'm too busy for this? What, What is that about?
2: Oh, yeah. So – i i feel like you know it's interesting this is you're gonna get like this psychologist deck uh, that's kind of what i was hoping for right so i actually read this really great book um a while ago it's called essentialism and then the subtitle is like the disciplined pursuit of less and mm-hmm. the whole point of the book is essentially um like it's like a response to exactly what you're talking about like Like, especially like in the business world of like, oh, well, I'm so busy and look how busy I am. Therefore, look how important I am and uh, all of these kinds of things and burnout and all that sort of stuff. And I think that uh, to answer your your question, I think part of part of that is I think that it's very it's like human nature to look at somebody else who and, and and not to necessarily say that, like, I had boundaries and Justin didn't. Like that's yeah. not what I'm saying, but I think that part. Of, but sometimes that is part of it. Is like, oh well, you're busy. Um, I'm also busy. It's like, okay, well, it's it. Everybody has the same amount of time. It's a matter of it's more of a difference of priorities. And mm-hmm. if you feel if you don't feel good about how you're spending your time, um, you know, do something about it. But sometimes yeah. it's easier said than done. And so sometimes we can we can uh, end up just being frustrated or watching somebody else say oh yeah you know it must it, it must be nice to have time to relax or time to you know you know unwind or or whatever it is and if that's important to you then then that's something that that you need to make time for it's other pe- one of the things that he says in that book is that you have to be the one who is i mean these are my words but like the arbiter of your own time right you have yeah. to be the one who controls what you do what you don't do what you say no to what you say yes to because nobody else cares about how much you have on your plate and <laughs> you're the only one and everything's a trade off right and so for me while i probably could have done nintendo dad still if i'm honest i i could have made it work but it would have been it would have been a net negative in my life And so, and so that's where I was like, okay, I like, I can't do it. Like I, I, there's, I need to be a good husband for my wife. I need to be a good, you know, father for my kids. And I could burn this candle at both ends every week and just completely crash by the end of it. But I can't, but then it's, it, part of what is important to me and the kind of person that I want to be and the kind of life that I want to live. It just doesn't, it doesn't fit with that. And so, yeah. And so I think, and I think that sometimes it is like a, honestly, sometimes it, we just, we just kind of want somebody to blame if for, for how busy yeah. we are. Not, not blame necessarily, but, but it's, it's almost just a reminder of, wow, I'm really frustrated that I'm busy. And then yeah. it ends up coming out
0: of the other way. <laughs> is it is it, it like <laughs> a is almost like an envious kind of thing? I want to touch on like the the, the saying no. I think it's it's it, at least for me it's way easier to just say yes. Like I'll figure it out later. Uh, but oh, yeah, I'll oh. totally sign up and commit to this, and uh, we'll just see how it sorts out. And, and and you know in years past it always has worked out. And I think just as years come on and as the uh, compilation of agreements and commitments have started to pile up, that it actually becomes much more challenging to have things just work out you got to put a lot more thought and effort and and um and and just collaboration to to make it work why is it hard to say no like is that a is that a universal thing zach or is it a is that just a canadian thing
2: i think it's uh i think it's a i think a lot of people don't like to disappoint other people
0: right and and
2: that like to say no and there's actually in that book there's an entire chapter on how to say no, because it's that important to like living just the essentials in your life. Um, And one of the things is that, that it's, I mean, it sounds almost like a humble brag to say that like, yeah, it's nice to be wanted. Right. Like, (laughs) like I, I, I like doing Nintendo dads and I, and I do it as much as I, I do it I probably you know I I do it as often as I can but it's also not um it's not something that is essential in my life it's something yeah. that is the, and and honestly part of it a big part of it right now for me is that I I actually do it when I can and and as life continues on I imagine in the next over the next year um i'm probably going to actually have more time for it than i than i have in the past right but um yeah i think that we don't like to disappoint people i think that we generally want to be able to do something and i think that that's part of it too is that like we it's like oh hey that sounds fun oh yeah that also sounds fun there's so many cool fun things that you could do that you could burn yourself out of yeah so you almost have to like accept the fact that you have to like you might have to say no to something that is good because something better or, or best is what you would be trading off
0: mm. for it. So. yeah that i was just looking at um at a digital storefront i was going to ask you guys about being overwhelmed by game choice but really that's kind of what our, we're talking about here is like we could all be doing i think we're all um you know, experts enough in a variety of subjects and topic and things like that, where we love and we know podcasts and we could probably podcast about a whole sorts of things. So mm-hmm. it is, it is difficult to, to sort of say no. Um, but, Justin, like, I want to throw, I want to throw things back to you a little bit here. And Zach touched on it a little bit, which is made maybe, maybe, me want to think about it. And I deal with this as well, where the GamerCast and the Xbox Drive and what's the other? Show? If we're on Nintendo, just mm. kidding, Bobby. Um, they become, a, they become like part of your identity. They be, I, I know that I like. Um, I don't necessarily know that I'm. I'm constantly looking out for like what is my identity. I don't really ask myself that, but when I think about, it, I'm like. I think it would be hard to walk away from these shows and I've actually tried to walk away from this show and it came back. Um, and because I think that it's like I said this to Justin just after Nintendo Dads last week, because I, I think that I'm good at this and I think that people enjoy listening to this, and I think it's different, and so I want to keep doing this. So I want to throw it to you, Justin, about like the identity that Nintendo Dads perhaps creates for you. Does that make it difficult for you to have maybe walked away or like that you continue to do it? Is is Nintendo Dads part of your identity or and how does it compete if so how does it compete with um your professional life and that identity as part of who is justin masson um being a dad and a husband and all those other things that make us who we are i think those notions those concepts are competing identities with kind of our ourselves that's a great question i mean i think that i think the
1: first challenge i would have sean would be i'd have to tell the thousands and thousands of people standing outside my door every morning that I don't have time for their autographs and headshots.
0: Yeah, that's... That what I mean, like, cool. that's that's hard
1: for me. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's challenging just to go to get groceries now, right? They're like, oh, there's I'll Justin bet. from Nintendo Dads. I was like, I know, please, please stop it.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, the, uh, although I will tell you, the first time I ever actually got stopped by someone, that was, like, super weird and humbling.
0: Like, in uh, uh,
1: No, and then they were also like, and by the way, where's the bathroom? Right. Yeah. So uh, I was at a video game conference. Actually, like, are you the Nintendo dads? I, I said, yes. And then they're like, can I take a photo with you? And I was like, this is crazy. Ten bucks. Yeah, exactly. Right. So yeah. um, I, I think definitely, like, I think it does become part of identity, right? Like, I think it's, you know, like, I remember, I remember not too long ago, um, my boss, he's like, so I was... Um, Online and I, I just happened to I was looking for something about your address And I googled your name Shh, No I uh, I had no idea you did a podcast Called Nintendo Dads Yeah <laughs> So let's talk about that And yeah. I was like
0: uh,
1: <laughs> Really you shouldn't listen to that um, But it's funny right Like even in work right now I'm working on a project right now Where I, I brought in podcasting Yeah Working on a podcast oh, yeah. project at work And people are like where do you have all this experience? I was like, I just listened to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. Right. right? Like it's a part, it's kind of a part of you hit it. You, hit I it? I did. I did. I, right? I, I, yep. I kind of hit it in the, I hit it in the closet. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things that I, I, and I mean, you know, Zach, you and I can have a long, you know, I could probably start paying you a hundred bucks an hour. You can have a conversation about my, the psychology of like geek, you know, closets and, and, and hiding it. Right. But But so I kept I kept it at bay. I think I think your question of like, how does it compete for other things? I, you know, I've talked about this before. And I think that one of the things that and I don't know if it's just me and I don't know if it's the show. And I'd love to know maybe, Sean, if you feel this as well. I always feel like we're chasing something. Yeah. But I don't know what that something is, and Mm -hmm. I don't ever know if we will ever get there. But it feels like I'm you're in a hamster wheel that you don't go you don't get somewhere, but you're getting somewhere. Do you mean like there's a lot of good things Mm -hmm. coming? You don't really know where the end of that
0: road is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think like every once in a while, like the rung on the on the hamster wheel is a little shinier than it was before. You've seen that thing spin around a hundred times before. You're like, Hmm, that's different. That's shiny. I know it's the same, but what just happened there? Do you know what I mean? Like and so
1: and I and I and Zach at times had, you know, early in our in our kind of relationship of this had checked me a couple of times. He's like, we're not trying to be game explained. Yeah. We're not IGN and none of us are going to quit our jobs to do this professionally. Yeah. So stop. I think I, I think I asked him for like some video review or something. And he's just like, no, right. I'm not going to. <laughs> and here's why. And it was like, <laughs> that's fair
2: which is idea. hilarious because which is hilarious because like it's it's funny to me because just to hear that both of you guys are like closeted podcasters because when I when I hired or when I got signed or when I got my job at, as a psychologist at the clinic I was at that was one of the things that straight up I was like yeah no it was on my resume I'm a podcaster and she was wow. like oh awesome we want to do a podcast and so basically since the beginning I've done I mean we have something like 30 episodes at this point um, and it's online. I, nobody listens to it hardly, but it's out there and it's something that I, that I get paid to do is to do a podcast for the this psychology clinic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I and think it's, it's, a, it's funny to me though. I like, tell me about that though. Why, why hide it?
1: So I, so I think, I think for me, it's a topic. I think it's video gaming, right? I think it's, I think it's Nintendo, right? So if someone, if someone ever says, if someone's like, Oh, here you have a podcast. I, I, I lead with this. Yes, it's a podcast about the influences of video games and parenting, and they're like, but ah. why? Why do you?
2: Why do you feel the? Why do you feel the need though? Like I literally, in my job interview, I was just like, yeah, it's called Nintendo Dads, you know, and they, and just with a smile, and like basically, any time that I tell people that that's what I do, my, I give a look, I, and I do this intentionally. I put a look on my face of, yeah, go ahead and judge me, I dare you.
0: Right, yeah. which is yeah.
2: which is basically like a like I, I just don't feel the I feel like the and, and maybe I don't know where this comes from for me, but it's always just like just owning the hell out of it, and if somebody doesn't get it, whatever, I don't yeah. even care.
1: Well, so I, I think
2: know.
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, I th- I think for. I think for me, I mean, there's just a, the whole, there's a whole part of just always being picked on in my life about something. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, you're near, you're a near 40 year old man who's still playing video games, right? There's still, there's society still, despite the leaps and bounds we're making in like, you know, video game usage and esports and like, like, man, I'm, ai applaud these things and I'm like, yes, because you're normalizing it and making me feel okay to be, you know, uh, doing what I'm doing, right? Walking into EB Games and being like, "I'm sorry, do you have a Tune Link Amiibo for my daughter?" And then he's like, "Sir, there's no child with you." And I was like, "It's a Christmas gift. Shut up and give me it, right? Like, just those just and make those... sure the box is okay." <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Right? Like, like there's there's a part of me that's still it's I don't want to say it's shame, but it's it's this kind of I think embarrassment, I think a society still like if, if if I, if my boss's boss found out I was doing a, I don't know, sports, sports podcast or whatever it is, guys, let's talk or, or something right. Which we feel it would be, I'm going to use the word quote unquote, more adult, right. Um, Then I'd probably be okay with that. But it is, it is literally, you know, talking about the video games and it's the Mario's. Do you know what I mean? It's the, it's where everyone else, else's uh, cultural touchstone of that exists. Right. Which is, oh, my daughter's or my kids played video games when they were little. So that's what you do. And you're like, oh, yes, but no. And there's so much more. And I don't have the time to explain it to you. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I think that's.
2: See, I'm 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 remembering this thing that happens to me once. And this was in like junior high. It must have been like grade seven or eight, maybe. And I remember, and I distinctly remember this. It was around the time that, um, I guess it would have been like grade eight or nine, because Pokemon, I was Pokemon Blue was out, Gold and Silver weren't out yet. And the reason that that's important is because I had a couple of. I was walking home, and I was that derpy kid who, like, literally was playing Game Boy walking back and forth to school. Sure. So, um, and I think you and I was,
1: would have totally been best friends if we were in the same school.
2: Yeah. And so I remember specifically two two guys from the uh, from the football team who essentially like they like followed me a little ways out and then and then like called me and I was like wait what's going on like turn around look around for whatever like what's going on here and they're like hey what are you doing what are you playing and I'm I'm like very skeptical like. I am. The, I've already been made fun of because I like this Pokemon game and it's apparently too kiddy or whatever. But both of them were like, hey, can you uh, can, can see that? Like, heard that was kind of a good game. What is this? Right? And I was like, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. And I sat there and showed them this game and they were really interested. And I was always sort of like, taken aback by the fact that here these two jocks are who are secretly following me home so that they can talk to me about this game because they were too embarrassed to ask me about it Mm -hmm. or like to be seen right Mm -hmm. and i was like i i remember thinking like Wow, that's really stupid. You should just like what you like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, it,
1: it totally is, right? Like,
2: and I, and I, right. I absolutely
1: get it. And it's kind of those funny things, like going to Gamescom, going to EGX, or even just having the podcast. And I think, and and and, Zach, you and I have received emails about this. People saying, mm-hmm. "Wow, there's a community of people who are just like me, who are mid 30s to 40 adults with kids who still play video games and still love them and are passionate about them." And this is a place we found home. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that for me, and that was like, what? yeah. And and we got one. I think it was like episode two fifty. They're like, I, 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 I had to, in a lot of ways. The commentary was kind of like I had to hide that from people. I had to be shamed. I, that wasn't me. That wasn't what my community was. That wasn't what my friends were. And I was a, you know, I'm gonna use the word closet, right? Um, kind of game player. But now there's this place where I can be me, and it's okay to be me. And I think that's what Nintendo dads has allowed for us to do is to is to own that in a way right mm-hmm. and and you know and, and sean probably when you show up at something like like e3 you're like these are my people do you mm-hmm. know what i mean like you're like mm-hmm. yes i can stand in line right now and geek out with you about ubisoft and nintendo and everything in between and talk about you know the the great games of the 80s to the the console wars and that's cool and you yeah. know what's going on what's going on and we're happy do you know what i mean and it's and it's it doesn't feel weird um but I think sometimes in society where we are right now, right? Like, if you watch any video of like, you know, whenever they're like talking about esports, right? And they're like, uh, we hear there's something going on with these uh, esports and these kids making hundreds of doll, millions of dollars playing the video games. Uh, uh, let's throw it to Mark. Mark, do you think it's a real sport? I would say it's not a real sport. You know, it's it's uh, the video games, right? But it's like this cultural, like how everyone. Minus gamers actually understands our society and our culture to be, but the, the the arching everyone else is pushing in the different way. Do you know what I mean? Like I love data? like, hey, by the way, did you know video games made more money than movies? Yeah. Right? Like, did you re- did you recognize that more people watch League of Legends final than the Super Bowl and the Stanley Cup combined? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like these are things that like you want to like plant your flag and be like, what now, bitches? right? Like it's okay.
2: Yeah. Well, and see, that's the thing where like, I think that, that I feel like part of this is part of, I think, cause I'm like, why am I having such a strong emotional reaction to this right now? That Like I find out that both of you guys are like closeted about it. Uh,
0: my my take like, on is way different. My, mine, mine is well, the video like game like you. thing. No, but I want to let Zach fish, but I'm, oh, I'm, so I, I, I,
2: all I, all I'm, all I'm thinking is that I think that part of it in what you're saying, Justin, is that the, the major- I agree that that's the landscape. The thing that I think is important that stands out for me is that the people who are in the minority that actually get it are the only ones who actually have an appreciation for what is going on within within that realm, and everybody else is coming from a place of ignorance, and that they're not even they're not they're not even a place where they can be wrong because they don't know what the hell they're talking about, mm-hmm. right? And so and so, I think that that that's the piece that it's almost like in being closeted about it. And I'm not saying like people got to do what they got to do and that's fine. Um, and everybody's got to, everybody's got their own reasons for, for doing what they do. But I think that in, in being ashamed or embarrassed or whatever about it, it perpetuates, it continues to perpetuate the stereotype or the the stigma about it. Right. Whereas like, if we like own the hell out of it, then, then people would be like, wait, you're you don't seem embarrassed about that. Mm-hmm. You you seem to enjoy it. Um, maybe I should rethink where I'm coming from. And mm-hmm. that's I feel like that's always been that. So anyways, I
0: know I, I, I'm I'm right with you, man. I think that that's that, I don't think that there's really any argument from even anybody listening going. That sounds mm-hmm. about right. That's probably the correct response. My my take on it uh, is a little, I think at one point it was the, oh, video games, that's silly, and I want to kind of keep that to myself. I think what this show has actually done is created almost like a safe space where, mm-hmm. like, you can, and actually Justin commented on that when I temporarily <laughs> shut the show down, of that this has become a safe space, that I only want to let trusted people in. And oddly mm-hmm. enough, the trusted people are strangers on the internet. And I don't mm-hmm. want um, people who I don't know if they can I don't know what they can do to me like but they they can I don't want them in unless it's like they're cool you know what I mean like they got to mm. kind of you got to pay the cover charge you got to you got to be okay or somebody's got to like let you in and I guess if you're a gamer you have that pass that mm. you're you're in this because it's it's a little less about like being ashamed about is definitely not being ashamed about video games because they got t shirts and everything, like and uh, right. posters all over the place. So it's like that's that's definitely not it, but it's more about like particularly this show and what we talk about on this show is like you kind of have to know what goes on in the mind of a gamer to get this show, mm-hmm. even though we talk about sometimes video games, but sometimes a lot of other things. Like we all seem to kind of share this space, which I think is made it why it's been okay to Mm -hmm. talk like this Mm -hmm. um being a gamer just automatically we we can talk about pokemon or we could talk about whatever we can go Mm -hmm. real deep about like um why we like the games that we do or why we avoid the types of games we do or why we married the people that we married and so i don't know that i want like everybody (laughs) in on that like that's that to me is a little more scary Mm. what's scary Mm -hmm. about it i don't know man i didn't want to go (laughs) there i just because it's because you it's real, it i don't know couch. i know right like do I, I feel like i'm gonna owe you some some money at the no. end of this i don't no, i don't no, know no. it's because like conversations to me i don't know but maybe it's maybe this is just the whole um this is this is just the the way that life goes but like Conver- to me conversations don't go like this on a day-to-day basis conversations mm-hmm. are local sports team news blah 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 let's ride up the elevator and just get to the end of this whereas this is like what's going on with you justin what's going on with you zach tell me more about mm. that i think there's a level there's a level of intimacy do yeah. you know what
1: i mean ab- that's ab- really about the it. word the intimacy and vulnerability right and i yeah. think that that's you know that allows for you to share and and talk in, in ways that ways that you may not normally, right? It's and I think sometimes video games for us has allowed us as almost like a second language. Do you know what I mean? Where it's yeah. where it's kind of the 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 you know can we find the you know is is your man that we're talking to here dropping enough clues that I can de- decode it that oh he maybe he may play he may play Overwatch oh here, yeah. oh, here we, oh really hmm. tell me more do you know what I mean like and now there's this mm-hmm. kind uh-huh. of this... This, these these clues that allow for us now to have this different conversation, right? And um, I think with your show, Sean, I do think it's intimacy. I think it's I think it's vulnerability. I think it's genuineness, oh, absolutely. right? I think we've talked about that before, and I think mm-hmm. that uh, anyone who builds a community, I think that's what you. It's it's, it's that thing like you all want to be you all want to be cool enough to be in the club. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether the bouncer lets you in or not, and you understand what's going on, or this is the right music for you, but all are welcome. Mm-hmm. However, you know, sh- show show the ID.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You just want to, you just want to know that everybody's going to be, and and for some people, they come in, they check it out. They're like, not for me. And they, they bounce out and that's, and that's pretty cool. And that's, I guess the, the transactional sort of nature of relationships on the internet is that if things work out great, if not, then you unfollow and you kind of go about your day. But for the people who are maybe in your life, they persist and they'll be there, like they'll be Mm -hmm. back at the office the next day kind of thing. So I think that's probably, that's probably the deeper rooted part of it for me, Zach.
2: No, that totally
0: makes
2: sense. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, um, that's interesting. But well, I want to shift gear. Oh, sorry. Go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, well, I was I, I was just going to shift gears a little bit because I want to talk about um, maybe the future of podcasts and and content creation. Um, Justin Masson gave a shout out to the class of 2015 as like, there's a bunch of us. Right there's a bunch of us who've all started podcasting somewhere around 2015, 20 maybe 2014 to 2016. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like where just this this birth of stuff kind of happened. And I wanted to ask you guys about a couple of different things. Maybe we can have a conversation about like the content that is created by 30 somethings um, across North America that um, takes the form of podcasts and reviews, and there's no shortage of them. Mm-hmm. Basically, so I wanted to kind of go walk through uh, like the content that is created streams, reviews, um, podcasts, etc., and kind of get your takes on them. I want to talk first about reviews, Zach, like there's been a lot of talk. This is particularly this year. Um, I think over the last couple of years of people just not really sure, like what to make of game reviews. Like, mm. like do we put a number on them? What does it mean for me to say a review? what does it mean mm. for IGN to put up a review? What does it mean for Nintendo dads to post a Nintendo dads reviews? Like how, have we destroyed the video game review by thinking too critically about it instead of just going like it was a six? Go on, <laughs> on her mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, Justin. I'm curious. Yeah, I
1: mean, you I, know, I, you know, I, I, I will only give you my my laugh about this, uh, and, and Zach, know, I'll let you But like, we have always been a brand that never really put a put a number on it. Yeah. Right. And the one time that we decide to put a number on it, eleven out of 10 eleven out of ten, <laughs> that comes back and bites me in the ass every year. Right. But but a little bit of but here's the here's the reality of now, it. Though. Right. The reality of it though was that statement was made out of tongue in cheek.
0: Yeah. Do you know what
1: course. I mean? To to your statement of like, do we got do we have to put a? Bra- I was like, I like it. It's good. You should play. Like I really had fun. Mm-hmm. So you should. It's like, well, what's the score though? And I was like, really. That's yeah. what you need for me. You need me to validate a number for you as opposed to my commentary, which was like, I've played it. I've finished it. Here's my review. Here's my content. Here's my thoughts on it. You need me to actually grade it for you because that's the weight for you. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But we've all done that, right? Like a new game of comes course. out and I go to IG and I just like scroll the bottom. I'm like, hmm, nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. And I had probably read my already made my decision up prior to that. Mm-hmm. But I was like, but it's that it's a confirmation bias. Yeah. Yeah. That's a nine.
0: Yeah, just like you can rate this show on iTunes, like with a five, for example. But like probably just, just a one. Just as an example.
1: Probably a one.
0: Out of one. Out of yeah, one. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, one out of one.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Zach. I interrupted you. That question was aimed. No, at yeah, no,
2: no, that's good. I, I, I tend to agree. I think. I think really for me, when I go into it, like I recently did. I feel like I feel like now the only kind of stuff that I really do for the channel is like initial impressions, right? Which is. Yeah. Which is basically, I'll go in, like, I the, recently did, like, Ring Fit Adventure. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, for me, all I need to know is, hey, is this garbage? Um, is my first question. If my que- if it's garbage, then, okay, I'm out. It's like, yeah. And then it becomes, okay, well, how good is it? Is this, you know, if this is like, if I'm only going to be able to play, you know, like, half a dozen long-form games a year, um, is this going to be one of them? And Mm -hmm. like, I basically, I think I even said on episode 250, it was basically like, I don't have time in my life for anything less than an eight out of 10, which, Mm -hmm. which basically is just Mm -hmm. another way of saying like, okay, well, is this something for me specifically? And so I think a lot of it too, is like moving away from people like IGN and things like that. where like, I don't know who this person is, right? Whereas like, I know this, I know certain people um and and even game explain like i can tell by when i go and listen to like a game explain review i i pay attention because i've gone to them enough that i know who's who's reviewing it and so i know like i i take that into consideration when i'm listening to it and i don't i don't particularly care about a, a score I think it's just it's more of just like a like an impression like, hey, is this worth is this worth getting? Is this not worth getting and there are lots of games that if I had time I would have played them this year. But I but I, I feel like it's it's really just hey, it the category would be, hey, you shouldn't you should not miss this would be one, right? Like it's a must play. Mm. And then yeah, it's good, and then meh, and then no skip it. Like those are to me, that's how I in my brain it categorizes into those four things, mm-hmm. but um, it's it's almost more of like, would you recommend this? Yes, no, maybe. That's all I really am ever looking for anymore. Yeah. And I think that's what most people are doing. So,
0: yeah. So, Justin, how do you guys, how do you translate that into when you're creating content? Like, and, and then how do we reconcile this? We all recognize that, and maybe this is not as common as I think it is, but I, I seem to hear a lot of Metacritic is destroying like our commentary on games and we shouldn't really look too much into Metacritic. And yet a game launches and I feel more than ever, 2019, more than ever, Metacritic screenshots are being thrown up there. I can't reconcile these two things of scores don't matter, but Metacritic is driving everything from our uh, interpretation of if a game is worthwhile playing to even bonuses and compensation to the developers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like how can one thing be so divisive in that way? So the the dichotomy is so strong with the the Metacritic. I think it's too insane.
1: Yeah. Well, I I think that, I think that, you know, over 20 years of, of the game industry or 25 years, I mean, it's, it's the ring the bell and salivate. Right, we we've yeah. come we've come to know that that's what we should expect. We need mm-hmm. to we need show me the numbers, I G, and show me it. Right, yeah. I need that. I need that hit. Right, although it's although again, it's just it's probably just confirmation bias. Right, yeah. or um, but but what has happened is there is this kind of dichotomy or shift against of like people like Game Explain. I think Game swing's is a great example. Right, like. They they don't give like I like that I like they don't give a score it's just a yeah I liked it or I loved it right like and when we start when we started that was kind of what we said too is like we're not gonna give scores we're just gonna be like yes yeah. or no because I remember I was I did the Luigi's Mansion review recently and I put a score on that right and I and and I and here's the funny part I put a score in that because I felt like I had to um mm-hmm. I felt like I had to based on everything else that was being done yeah um and and so it was one of those things that i remember i sat down i tried to make a scoring matrix for this thing and i was like why am i doing this yeah like you know justin what it feels like to you but i don't need someone to be like well i've on a scale of fun i think uh, it's a seven on the <laughs> scale of graphics i think it's a four do you know, like i like i can't i'm not doing that
0: because secretly we all miss that from the ign reviews though that right down yeah. at the end and then the not an average and everything, yeah like, but, the final score is like, not an average well like I don't know.
1: My opinion is 30 years of gaming experience. That's how that's yeah. how this is coming into. It's not a numerical not a figure. Um, sure. I think the more, and this is probably your next question, I suspect, Sean, the yeah. more that we see independent mom and pop podcasts show up, more content creators show up, the more that we need to align ourselves, I believe, with people that we, if you're looking for a game, you align your yourself with people, not necessarily sites, but rather that kind of you agree with, right? Great example. If Marty tells me that he's like, oh, I played this awesome, awesome 2D platform. You'd love it. I'm probably going to pick it up yeah. because I know Marty's taste. I know he likes games I like. So we seem to be aligned with those things, and that's what I'm going to go for, right? But I think um, – but then the other the other hard part of that is that any upstarting podcast content creator wants to be scooped up by a GameSpot, an IGN, whoever. Yeah, it's so a their, dream job. So their portfolio is – you know amazing graphics a killer video and by the way here's a 9 out of 10 at the end of it right or whatever it is and they show that they show the the score right cuz they're making a portfolio as well so so your small content creators are feeding into that beast so like metacritic ain't going to die anytime soon until someone's yeah. like a hard stop that thing um but you are correct even even when um you know large companies like to your point bonuses are allocated right if, if this game scores a 90 percent on metacritic you all you know we unlock the treasure chest and everybody gets the money yeah right like it's a danger it's a hard place to be but i think what we're seeing more and more and we go back to this commentary of, like esports is a monetization of our of our what used to be our childhood fund yeah right and and i wow. think it's a hard thing
0: yeah, I mean, it, I, but but I think in some way we wanted that. we want, like It sort of validates it as well, that there's huge money behind it. So if anybody was feeling self-conscious about it, it does allow for that like very quantifiable, no, this is a big deal, and here's how many thousands of people watch, and here's how many millions of dollars are won, and et cetera. But my uh, my next question was actually going to be, I think we're all agreeing that it's more about the commentary and aligning with the, with the person who games like you or has maybe time like you or values the same types of things that you do, that they're it has never been easier to jump in and, and throw your opinion out there. And that really is my next question, which is to Zach, which is about, there are so many podcasts now that it's almost like that's not, that's, that also isn't the answer because there's almost too many for, uh, for you to really stand out. And so does that put people in a, in a place where they're being disingenuous or just being hyperbolic? Maybe that's a better word to say it. So, I guess my re- really my question is how how does a podcaster or how does a content creator stand out while being true to themselves but still trying to make a name for themselves? Like, does mm-hmm. is that even possible, Zach?
2: Oh yeah, I feel like I, that is a really good question. I feel like, like I just is... want
0: to like I think about the reaction videos that have come completely taken over like oh my god this guy fell out of his chair and oh my god this guy's socks blew off of his feet or whatever (laughs) like these i don't even know what but how do you how do you do that because most of us are just like regular people enjoying a game or not enjoying a game but people are looking for the entertainment value too
2: well it's hilarious because i think that you have to be able to i think you've got to use whatever it is that you have and just dial it up to 11 i know that that's Mm -hmm. the thing that's the thing that like it has to be authentic, is the piece. So like one of the thing, like some of the most on our YouTube channel, the some of the biggest videos that we've put out there have been like the there. Okay, there was the unboxing. Here's we're literally going to open the box for like this 3ds Mario Maker game, and for some reason that was one of the big ones, right? Um, a couple of other ones were like reaction videos. Yeah, that literally was one of the videos. Is where, <laughs> um, uh, but then there was then there was the videos of uh, like me and my my kids, me showing my kids the uh, trailer, the initial trailer for Nintendo Labo, mm-hmm. and yeah. that and that was just and that blew up. I don't, you know, it was just like, oh well, this is the target demographic is these kids, and here here's these kids' reaction, mm-hmm. right? And it, and it wasn't a, it didn't get us. I don't know if it like necessarily took us to the next level or anything, but it was, it was, you know, you got to use what your mama gave you basically. Yeah. (laughs) And you, and you have to, but I think you're right. I think that the, the, I think social media, YouTube, all of these different platforms, basically the only way to make it big is to get lucky and to be bombastic. And I think that it's Mm -hmm. kind of a combination of both. And it's frankly, I think, kind of i think that it's kind of toxic in a way nowadays That in a way that i just i think part of it is that part of what we always did was just you know let's just do this because it's fun but let's also do it i think part of what was fun was making it really fun to listen to and Mm -hmm. so that was some i think actually frankly that's the third the third piece is that you need to be entertaining i think that a lot of I think that a lot of podcasts, you know, like how many times have you like, Hey, that sounds cool. That seems like a good podcast. And then you go and listen to it and it's not entertaining. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, okay, well, this is boring. I don't mm-hmm. want to do that. And so then you mm-hmm. move on. And, and you, I think any podcaster needs to be aware of the fact that you are, whether you like it or not, you are an entertainer, right. Yeah. Of some form, whether that's, whether that comes across in, Your audio, you know, is like as far as like the the intro music or or what or how what how you speak on mic, like all of Mm -hmm. those things are important and and that's something that yeah I don't know that that is it's hard to figure out I think for a lot of people, but you basically just have to it it's like your regular personality but it's concentrated.
1: Yeah, that's a great that's a great way of putting it, right? Like I think that. I think, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say it's a deliberate stake for me, but, like, when I go into Nintendo Dads, Justin is a little bit of a caricature. Do you know what, mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh, totally. The, vo- the volumes turned up a little bit more. The reactions are a little bit more, right? But it is but it is the is the Justin character, right? Everyone's like, oh, my God, he hates the poke- Pokemon, right? Oh. And it's like, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I actually don't hate Pokemon. I just never got into it. But now we're going to yeah. lean into that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, big time. Because I remember putting the Discord chat, I was like, yeah, I, I got Shield. And someone's like, wait, what? You actually got a Pokemon game? I was like, guys, I've got like the last three Pokemon game. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But like, so it's, it is, it is, it's, it's tough, right? Like it's, yeah. uh, I, I don't know. I think the other thing, if someone's getting into podcasting, like you need to really, really, really make sure that you are passionate about the topic that you're bringing yeah yep. like because here's the deal like five years ago i didn't think we'd still be doing this necessarily right yeah but like you like if you were like like if someone's like justin i want you to do a whole podcast on getting fit i'd be like no but i will right. do one on drinking beer and eating nachos do you know what i mean because those we are things i'm that. passionate about uh or i enjoy so you have because to because
2: here's, really... here's the thing justin is that even if you did a podcast on drinking beer and eating nachos. The time would come inevitably yeah. that you were like, I don't want to talk about this today. Yeah, like guaranteed. Yeah. There, mm-hmm. there were moments where like there, there were spans of when I was on the show with Nintendo dads where I was like, This is not even like I have not played a game on my Switch or the Wii U or whatever it was at the time in like
0: dark times a, yeah. a
2: month, right? Where yeah, it was mm-hmm. like, Oh, okay. Well, uh, you know, there's there's an earshot game that uh you know got like a six out of ten all right yeah cool like that is my (laughs) life right now (laughs) i don't care so yeah it's you you have to i totally agree i think you you have to do it because you like it um that's the only way that it works like i don't i don't know i I guess you could fake it if you wanted but if you're faking it for something that you don't like well that's that's boring but I think
1: it's such, a, it's such a crowded field to get into. And, you it know, and, and, and I'm going to be, like, so super frank and honest about this, too. So today, like, I woke up to a tweet, uh, and, and Sean, you can connect to this one, that, like, mm-hmm. if we ran Nintendo, was on, like, a top 30 Nintendo podcasts, right? And I was like, wow, that's great. And I looked through it I was like, holy crap, there's, like, over 30 different Nintendo podcasts. Side note, Nintendo deads. Not one of those top thirty.
0: Well, I, I, so this is <laughs> one this is the self-deprecating part of it. I appreciate that. Um, and a lot of people have said very nice things today. But I, uh, for anybody who actually read the article, I don't know how up to date this uh, feed spot or whatever it was, um, it, it said uh, Bobby, um, Sean, and Jason go through the blah blah blah. And so I don't know what episode they listened to last or what feed we've got to update or whatever. But they're referring to Jason Lacey who was on the show like a year and a half ago. So I'm not sure. I mean, not to bring everybody else down who was also on the list. I think Switch Island was on there and some other guys from the Nintendo oh, yeah. Village. Everyone,
1: and everyone was. Like, and I all was our like-
0: friends were on the- <laughs> like honest
1: <laughs> to god it was like every single one of the nintendo dad friends and families that's on nintendo minus the nintendo dads and i and there was a moment i woke up and i read that i was like you sons of bitches <laughs> i was like what is going on but it's it's a very crowded space right like it is a very and crowded i always space. make i made the joke i think a couple you know a couple episodes ago like to anyone getting in don't stop it right yep. just get out of here
2: yeah. it's, well, it's adjusted, like, to, like, i think that that's actually to the point of like when we started nintendo dads i specifically remember having this conversation at that point basically saying i don't just want to do another nintendo podcast like what what is that like it, yeah. it was basically the only reason that we and and i think that this is important for any podcaster is to think do you and like this probably sounds cynical but uh and like do you really think that your opinion is special just because it's you and like, what is, who is your target demographic right now? And, and why do you think, and not to say that necessarily, like maybe the answer to that first question is yes. And awesome. Then I'm, I look forward to your <laughs> wonderful creation. But I think that really the, the question it needs to be like, why are, why is your podcast different from every yeah. other one that's out there? And you need to have that. Or you're not going to stand out if you're like, Oh, but it's us. Okay. Well, are you like, are you so much better than everyone else? And if the answer mm-hmm. is yes, then continue. Then yeah. that can be the thing. But it needs to be, it, it can't just be wh- just another one, or you are absolutely going to get lost in the fog. Yeah. Which I
1: think is kind of like where, so for example, and I, and I again, I want to go back to the idea that you stole our show title from episode 11. But like if we ran <laughs> Nintendo, right, again, I think that's an interesting concept because it's different right nobody's doing that concept yeah. right i mean we did right but you took that and you ran with it and made a whole series of it, which is great um but that's what differentiates that show that's i think that's one of the reasons that show is success because it's a different lens you have like i'm gonna go to i'm gonna go to ign i'm gonna go to kind of funny i'm gonna get my my big news from them but who's giving me a different lens who's mm. giving me a different perspective right um and i think and that was exactly it right zach was honest he's like that we can't be just nintendo stuff it has to be what makes us different and we're like Dads, and we're like, okay, right? And also, as a side note, for for the amount of times that we get a message, you should have been called Nintendo Dads. No, we shouldn't have because that is horrible SEO. Bad SEO. Definitely. Bad SEO. Nintendo <laughs> Dads. <laughs> brilliant SEO. Like, Guys, you know, I, I get it. Honestly, I get it. You... Honestly, once a week we get a message that you should rename yourself Nintendo Dads.
0: Maybe nope. you should just buy that as well, Nintendo Dads. We actually Com. looked into you it very carefully. Yeah, I don't know what it is about Nintendo that just lends itself to people just merging names with... Uh, like Nintendo Talk. Yep. Obviously, Patrick, what's up, Patrick? Um, I know, I know just as well as you guys that you know the importance of being just, just a little bit different. The Xbox Drive is a regular old Xbox show, but I recorded in my car. Everybody, it is Bom. the number one Xbox show that is recorded in a car, and only yep. I can say that. Yeah, it's so stupid. Yep. It's such a little thing, but it my the thing that I say is I've said this to you Justin too. Is it fits in my commute, so it fits in other people. So like, I'm trying to think about like how that show fits in other yeah, people's totally. lives because. It's a, but enough of the navel gazing on, on my part, I do like, I think I can't remember which one of you it was. I think Zach had mentioned the toxicity of it. Like where, where does that come from? I think that we all kind of like nodded, but I want to dig into that just a little bit of the... And then I want to flip over to the positive side. I think we've been a little bit on the on the downside. There's a couple of uh, really awesome things I want to talk to you guys about right afterwards before I let you go. But I am before I ask you the question, I am inclined to keep you guys around for about three and a half hours tonight, just so you know, <laughs> just to just to pay I'm, it back.
2: Just I literally, literally have, have
0: Nintendo going forward. on tonight, so yeah, whatever. Sweet. <laughs> um, well, I'm just kidding. I can, Lord knows I can't do three and a half hours, but uh, but yeah, what about the, what, what, what is it for. about the? talk? To- is it the competitive nature that that makes? Is, is the toxicity real? Is it just we all think that there's toxicity? Like, what is that?
2: I think the toxicity, so, like, the kind of toxicity that I, I think that I was referring to was, like, I, I think a really good example of this, I guess this was, like, almost two years ago at this point, was, like, a Logan Paul finding a dead body in the woods and then putting it on YouTube.
0: right? Oh, yeah. Where, where it was no just, good.
2: like, it's for the views, and mm. it's, like, we got to constantly push the envelope, and we've got to constantly do this. And I know, like, there's not as much of that in the video game space um, per se, but then, I mean, then you end up, you you end up having people doing sketchy things to get into, you know, like the, like we could, we could bring up Philip Mewson if we wanted to, right. Of like, where's the morals of this or where's this or that. And I think the part of, part of it is that, that things become more important than just than than you know, common decency or, um, you Mm. you just lose the humanity side of it, which is, I think the whole appeal of podcasting in the first place, which is being, you know, that this is a very personal thing, that this is something that is, you know, grassroots and, and something that is for this, not to say that it's for the art of it or anything like that. I think that that, I, I mean, I think there are some people who do it, but I think that in general, they're just, you lose sight of, the fact that, Hey, this was just because we enjoy video games. And if if it becomes about, if it becomes about anything other than that, um, that, that can be an issue. And I think the other level of toxicity comes from the amount of pressure that it puts on people. Um, Hmm. you know, I think that, that any kind of, you know, I, I, mean, recently there's been a lot of talk about like YouTuber burnout and, um, and whether it's on YouTube or podcasts or whatever, um, I think having that be something that you constantly have to keep running because the second you stop, you're going to lose because there's going to be somebody else waiting in the wings to -hmm. come and swoop in and take all of your listenership. And uh, it's only one click to do an unsubscribe. Right. And yeah. um, So, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's the pace. It's the, the lack of, or you, you know, losing focus on what, was really fun about it in the first place. So
1: mm-hmm. yeah, and I yeah, I, I mean, I hundred percent agree with that, right? Like it's it's hard. It is it is a grind. Like you know the the amount the time that you you spend. Like everyone just assumes I mentioned before. Like hey, it's three hours on the mic, right? No, no, it's no. probably like, it shouldn't it should be, you <laughs> know, but it's yeah. not, right? And, and I don't I don't mean I don't want to blow our skirt up, right? But like it's it's not for us. It's yeah. it's you know I ten. 10 probably additional hours a week of communication of video posting of constantly being on. And it's, and it's kind of those things that I said before is like, we're chasing something we never know will ever arrive. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but yet what has arrived is this community and it's amazing. Right. And that's what, and that now that's, and now that's creating its own like extra work and extra beast, but it's all good. Do you
0: know what I mean? So this kind of weird, you know,
1: um, balance there
0: when did it Justin? when did it transition for you and maybe it was a similar moment for you zach too but Justin, when did it transition from this grassroots thing of like oh we're so we can do a podcast we record this thing goes on the internet and it works and then holy crap people are listening like when did it transition from that grassroots scrappy kind of class of 2015 thing to basically what it is now but like was there a moment in time where you're like oh shoot there's something happening here
1: Oh, I, I don't, I don't know if I can pinpoint, maybe Zach, you, you can exactly pinpoint it. Um, I remember, you know, I think when we, we got, you know, we've got some larger guests, Per Schneider, Victor Lucas, I think those things began to make us think that there was some, some, something going on there. Um, yeah. And then I actually think it may have been also connecting into like our, when we opened up our Patreon and began to engage our audience that way a little bit differently. And then that seemed to really kind of bloom, Right. Mm-hmm. Um. And so I, I think then, you know, and then, you know, all of a sudden you're getting engaged by, you're getting introduction, introductions and connected with, with now companies that are interested in you, right. Interested yeah. in your work and wanting you to, to, you know, whether it's a review code or promote their content or promote their product or give that a shot where all of a sudden you're like, Oh, there's something here. Right. Yeah. Um. So I think, I don't, I don't know, like, I couldn't tell you exactly when that moment was. I definitely feel probably within the last, I don't know, 18 months, it's definitely felt like it's shifted differently for us as well. But it, I that's I would kind think... of
0: the magic, though, too, that it that it isn't a moment. But it's just like if you look back, you're like, holy crap. Like, I, it's kind of probably like the kids like I've got a nine year old. Like, what the heck? Yeah. How did that happen? This isn't. Yeah. Happen like, day. It's, and, and, and I'll
1: be very honest with you, probably. And I'm and, and not just kind of just, you know, putting this in the moment. It probably really wasn't until episode 250. Right. Yep. Which was only three weeks ago that we that. And our point was to take us take a moment and pause and think that we kind of, you know, like we did take a, a stop a beat and we stopped Mm -hmm. and reflected in a way and had real genuine conversations to recognize like wow and not not say wow like wow but like wow how far we have come yeah because you hadn't stopped that we didn't that we never really thought about it and now you're Mm -hmm. like and and i think the thing about that episode 250 is is that is that uh, the authenticity the genuineness you hear about like you know we we like wow because i Mm -hmm. think we all like zach coming back in the show and he's like yeah wow like, and yeah. I think, you know, Zach, you made the comment of like, I would have killed this thing if I could have, right? But like, <laughs> this, this kind of like, this, this, like, oh, yeah, it, it somehow, it somehow got here and we yeah. didn't know how and we just kind of put the work in and, and hopefully people enjoyed it, right? It's awesome. And again, what are you chasing, right? Yeah. And like I said, like I said back then, it used to be numbers, right? It used to be downloads, used to be, you know, Facebook or Twitter subscriptions. It used to be, youtube videos and views and codes and products and now it's just like man if, if our community just loves what we do and is happy with what we do and is engaged with that that's it that's what we mm. need
0: I, I could hear you say that like a hundred times over man and every time you say it it's like and um, not that you you're overly repeating yourself but i want to commend you on like staying true to that message because it's so important to hear. And I, like, I know it to be true and I'm trying to internalize. It. And every time you say it, it's like, I, you just have to focus on the community. You just focus on the community and do it for the people who are listening and supporting you on that end and be so true to that. It's so I can't say it as well as you say, but I'm trying to, I really am trying because you guys embody that so yeah. well. And for Zach, like, I'm curious for you, man, like if it was a, if it was a moment or more gradual as well, where you're like, Oh, this is a thing now
2: yeah i would say the patreon was a really big one for sure
0: yeah right yeah. Like, and
2: we, when we started having the the same the same people showing up right and that there was like this this like family that was building of people mm-hmm. who were all sort of backing us and uh and things like that for sure yeah i think that was a big one and because that the community became there was a you know like especially like when we had like the I mean before the before the Discord we had the line chat for a long time and then we moved wow. to Discord. <laughs> right. Yeah. We specifically chose Line because they had Nintendo emojis on it or whatever it was mm-hmm. at the time. Um but then yeah, then the the Discord. Then there was like there we and had Facebook. like a little Yeah, we had like a little uh, a little um you know, headquarters basically, right? Like we had the little place where everybody could come together and talk about things. And not only that, but then it started opening up like they were like, wait, what? They're they're giving us money. Like, we can actually start doing things that we that we otherwise wouldn't be able to do. And mm-hmm. if we could start yeah. looking at more games, and we could start. And suddenly, this is not. This also became something that I wasn't like. Okay, honey. Well, it turns out I need to I need to buy three eighty dollars games this month. And she's like, wait, what? Right? It's like, okay, no, like that. Like, we can actually help with some of that. And so it was. It was. It, it opened so many different things that mm-hmm. we uh yeah it was great and so i would say that that was that was when it started becoming self-sustaining uh and i think i've used this metaphor before but like the end of spider-man 2 where he's got like the big mini sun that on the docks or whatever and he tries to and he unplugs it and it's like oh it's self-sustaining now like mm-hmm. nice. we, we nice. can't kill this thing <laughs> like, yeah mm-hmm. we can't kill this thing if we tried
1: and i think that's and i think that's a really interesting part and, I, and and they've talked about it before right like Zach left. The show continues. Yeah. I will leave. Which was
2: a really big thing for my ego, by the way. I know.
1: (laughs) I think you were crying about it, right? (laughs) But like, I will leave. The show will continue. And it's, and it's, and I'm not being egotistical of like, oh, we have such a great show. We have, like, literally, I have recognized in the last year, I no longer have control over Nintendo dads. Mm -hmm. Like, that is a very, and that for me is a very hard thing because I've kind of always, and I don't mean to be rude, Zach. I've kind of always controlled it.
2: Oh, totally.
1: right. Like I was the one that kept us on the road, kept the bus kind of going. Like we had the direction, we had our calendars, we have these things like the, the infrastructure, right. The, that was there.
2: I was I literally think... like the guy who was, I was literally like the guy who was in the passenger seat, controlling the music while he was driving. <laughs> like not
1: not a, not an incorrect analogy i literally right? was mm-hmm. like
2: shotgun and i and i mean the guy sitting there with with like playing the music on there it's like going through the dvd ca- or the cd case right you know, what I'm talking about driving around in high school the guy flipping the cds it's an important person but i was
0: yeah i
2: didn't no. know going on.
1: but we're at a point now that like this this show this thing is not driven by me it's not driven <laughs> by marty or jesse it's literally being driven by our community and and like we're having our community are saying i'm creating content that i'd like i'd like to put this on can we do this can we do this idea i've got a new show can we do like so it's like if i if i literally had to say guys i'm out we've got an open spot who wants in we've got people who are saying who are building this repertoire building a relationship who's doing work for us because they enjoy the community they're passionate about it that they would just step into that and that's that's cool right no yeah. law lo- and it's it's interesting because we're going to talk about i mean talk about branding but like it used to be the avatars right it's like oh there's justin there's there's zach's avatar it's no it's actually no longer the show's no longer about us individually it's really oh, yeah. about this this ethos and this creed this idea that is nintendo dads it's not about zach or jesse or justin or marty anymore so it's interesting
0: that that seems really evolved to me, and you guys have always seemed just a step ahead of kind of the rest of the class, if I can be so bold, and that you guys have always been a little bit ahead. You were the first, i in, in the people that I spoke to, certainly the the first that thought of your own podcast, or your own content as a business. You treat it like a business, and you were very formal about it, as much fun as you were having. You were the first to do that, and now I think you're probably the first to take this another step beyond the ego. Mm. And I want to try, kind of dive into this a little bit with Zach, if it th- start with you to go to ask you like, why is that appealing? What are, what are us cretins um, and cavemen missing when we, or maybe you, you experienced this as well when you left the show and, and maybe had um, some discomfort with that, where it was able to survive without you. Why would it be appealing to create a thing that, um, and maybe I'm answering my own question, but that it survives without you in it. Like wh- why is that mm. good <laughs> I like that yeah. this is my show.
2: Oh, totally. Well, I think, I mean, if you want to get super, um, if you want to get like super existential about it, yeah, I mean, you could talk, you could talk about basically like, you want to talk about like fear of death and even needing to leave a legacy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was, like,
0: that was the realization I was coming to you halfway through the question. I was like, you can hear maybe, the
2: pin drop. You're like,
0: like dude, wait dude, a minute. Okay. You know? Legacy. So th- yeah. Well, yeah.
2: So I think, I think that's part of it for sure is like this like, the, the legacy thing, but then also... I feel like, for me, there's also a certain level of humility about it, too, right? Like, I mean, the, the, like, sure, we we were the ones who started this, but we were... I mean, like, it's not like this, this group of people didn't exist before. Like, yes, we ended up being the point that everybody sort of rallied around, but at, at the same time, it could have in some alternate dimension you know if you want to talk like the multiverse multiple timelines or whatever right and like there's another version of where it was sean and bobby who created if i ran nintendo first and the community rallied around (laughs) them right and like and i don't i so i think that part of it is that yes i guess it was something that for me, the the thing that I was sad about, I to be honest, I wasn't sad that it didn't fall apart. Like I was glad that it didn't, um, f- which hopefully was obvious. But um, but I I do feel like if anything, it was there was like a sadness that I was no longer. <sighs> I feel the the word that came up actually, Justin is for me. It seems like this has become, you know, from something that you are responsible for we're creating to is now become almost like a stewardship right That this is now something that you are, that you are sort of taking care of but it's also you know it's somebody else could take care of it too and it, it wouldn't and it would be fine and so yeah i don't know it's 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 cool i think it's i don't know i, I feel like i my my answer ran out of
0: gas at the end there but i don't know if that makes well, sense. No, i think it I, I don't know, if Justin. If you want to jump um, in, I think there's a couple of points in there that you wanted to jump in.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I mean, I think yeah, you talked about the legacy thing, right? I think it, I think it boils back down just like the basics of like us as parents. Do you know what I mean like yeah. like we? Yeah. It's all about us, all about us, all about us. It's not about you. The moment you have a child, and yeah. I'm not nope. saying that like like you know Zach Jesse, gonna have birth Nintendo dads, right? But there's this idea like yeah, there's this pr- and maybe and maybe that's maybe it's the thing that we have. But you
2: kind of. But we kind
1: of did. We kind of did, right? <laughs> but this kind of this this level of maturity, of comfort, of who we are, right? And it's not about an ego, right? And I and I, I mean, I think at times where we have kind of had some egos, uh, or whether it's between Je- you know between us and Marty or Zach or Jesse, we've kind of all been like, no, check yourself, right? Like, yeah. no, no, no. And and I think you know, in a lot of ways, Zach leaving was a great example of like you, any of us can leave and it's fine. It always yeah. kind of reminds me of like. The the hockey player, so we'll use a Canadian reference. The hockey player who's on the who's on the ice, but he's maybe not the captain anymore, but he's been there long enough that all the old the the new guys kind of look to him as kind of like, hey, that's oh that's yeah, that's you know, again to your stewardship point, right? Like a little bit of mentoring, a little bit of stewardship, but eventually that person goes and the team is fine. And I, think I
0: mean, unless Peter Palklinton sells Wayne Gretzky oh, to sure. the Los Angeles Kings. Oh, what the hell? But, you know, Come on, those a guys. a like, five yeah, people. Exactly, right. Everything falls apart. Well, actually, they still won a cup the next year. i so... uh, sure now, right? That was all right. Mark Messier. All yeah. right. Oilers talk. Sports. Um, Man. I Because I think, I don't know that anybody has even built, or I guess maybe in our circle, for, like... To have that as a possibility, so I want to commend you guys on. That's really what I'm trying to do here mm-hmm. is that it really is evolved and and whether it's just due to a, a forceful situation of having to move on or um have you have four kids or you move to Ireland or whatever it is that sort of like forced the situation, but you have found a new space. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that you guys were able to take a pause at episode two fifty. Because that is that was the catalyzing moment for this episode right mm-hmm. here. It was as soon as the, I was I was checking that episode out and to hear Zach and you guys uh, to hear you both together. I was like, this is one of the reasons that I like wanted to really dive into podcasting. I was absolutely obsessed with Nintendo Dads. I met Dave Moore because of the Nintendo Dads. I like I owe so much to your podcast and the community that you that you cultivated and because people support your show and the people who you are friends with as Mm -hmm. well it's this amazing thing that i would show up on your show and then all of a sudden that's when like dave reached out to me Mm. and all of these i can't even count how many friendships that have been made i'm not i know i'm not the only one who can say that to you guys about um really their first contact with nintendo dads and what has happened ever since then and so i just wanted to like Thank you guys. And I'm just really appreciative that, or appreciative that, um, Zach, you were able to be on episode 250 because that was a, that was a special moment, man. And I know that you, uh, that leaving the show in the same capacity that you were in is, is not comfortable. Um, but I know that I speak for so many people to say that, I can't wait for your kids to all grow up to be 25 years old and you can come back to the show full time. And I really miss you on the show, man. And and I still say like, even I, when I don't know how to end a show, I say, bye-bye. And I still think of your voice when the intro comes on. And it's just something I'm, I'm hardwired for the rest of my life, man. So mm. I just want to thank you guys for everything that you've done with, with Nintendo dads over the years. And um, thanks for being on the show. Mm, that's very kind. Hey. Of thank you, Sean.
2: Yeah. Thanks man. It's fun being on.
0: Well, um, I guess that will that'll be the end. So, uh, Zach, do you want to let everybody know where people can find you if you're not going to be on Nintendo Dads? If you're really actually, can you just can you give us a little sneak peek? Like, like well, how many years are we talking? Like, is it like one more year? Like, when are you coming back, man? Oh,
2: I don't know, dude. It, well, the funny All thing right. is, the funny thing is, honestly, is that one of the biggest obstacles for me right now is literally like, I uh, I see clients on Thursday until like I they're usually recording anytime i've been on the show it's like oh i uh, literally am driving home and i will tell them as they're live streaming i'm like i'm driving home i will be home if only too. there was a way <laughs> to
0: podcast in your car if only there was a way <laughs> to know, record I, a show in your car man that would be that'd be cool. i don't i don't mean to put you on the spot man but, but yeah, i know am...
2: it's i i would love to eventually I, I i like to keep it mysterious i don't know
0: very fair <laughs> i would nope i get it i get it um <laughs>
2: But having said that, no, I, yeah, I guess if people are really love the sound of my voice as much as I do, um, you can go to, <laughs> uh, I actually, I do a podcast, it's called The Shift Show. Uh, you can go to shiftshow.me and it is the podcast that I do at, uh, at our psychology clinic, Shift Psychological. Actually, it's yeah, we're, we're sort of a, um, the, we actually have two clinics in Edmonton and one in Calgary And uh, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty awesome. We talk about all sorts of things. We kind of aim for a similar sort of conversational. I feel like people of this show in particular, if you're looking for like chit chat about like psychology sort of stuff, it's pretty cool. Actually, our most recent episode, I interviewed somebody from the States who uses Dungeons and Dragons as therapy. Um, nice super cool so you guys can go check so shift show dot me and then if you want to follow me on twitter it's at zach erickson It's z a z a c what am i doing canada land. over here uh z a c e r i c k s o n uh
0: nice man so yeah Nice and Justin, what about you, man? What people already know really where Nintendo dads are, but for those who don't, let them know. And then anything that um, you guys have done recently that they should they should check out.
1: Sure, yeah. Uh, obviously, Nintendo dads on YouTube, Twitch, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter.
0: <laughs> God, what are they? I just asked you like have, this brain
1: busting. I know,
0: right? I don't know and... what, what are we on? What are we on? Uh,
1: podca- <laughs> Every podcast catcher we're on, pretty much. Um, yeah. What are the things that we're doing? Uh, Shows you should go check them out. <laughs> we've Sweet, got, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've actually, some, we actually, we're doing we, based on some feedback from episode uh, 250. Uh, we've actually yeah. been really working on on actually bringing in more and more guests. Obviously, Sean, you were on last week with us, uh, but we're actually looking to almost kind of go back to our roots about two to three yeah, months ago, where we are booking a guest almost every single week, um, and we're really excited about some early early folks who are who are lining up with us um, into uh, November. December and actually we're already booking into January as well. So we're, we're kind of, of e- exploring you are. that uh, space more. Uh, we've got more content coming up Just subscribe there. Um, appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, you can follow me at matson 23 uh, on, on Twitter. Um, uh, there's some sweet pictures right now, ne- uh, right now of me as a moose from Pokemon known as uh, Justin Mousen. Uh So I'm excited about that stuff. There's some what? good,
0: there's, good, there's <laughs> some good uh, no.
1: fan art out there. right now. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, but I, I, you know, I, I would be remiss if I didn't say, you know, just, Thank you for our, you know, everyone's supportive of us, but just thank you, thank you, you know, Sean, for, for you bringing this together and just the work that you do. We, you know, I think our friendships are, are based on barely ever seeing each other actually in person, but Mm -hmm. feeling like there's a relationship and, and a connection beyond, uh, you know, a microphone. And, and so, thank you for that. And, and so many of our content creator friends that, to the, to the class of 2014, put on some sunscreen, um, you know, just to just enjoy uh, what you do and, and have fun. But thank you, Sean, for allowing both Zach and I to, to come back on here and, and reminisce.
0: Dude, it's my pleasure. If I could do it every week, I definitely would, man. This has been an absolute I, I got to maybe a third of what I wanted to get to, but I, yeah, well, actually, we've, I got, we've got, got, it, got it another hour and a We'll snap. It. Well, we what could do a part. Th- we could do a part two. I did Let's like do with, with Placencia. Zach, what do you say, man? Coming back next week? All right, see see you guys next week. December, we'll have two parts. I've got a whole bunch more. Guys, I can't believe we're just doing this. We'll see you, I guess, next week or in two weeks uh, whenever we launch the next episode. We're going to have a two-part episode with the Nintendo dads here on the GamerCast. So uh, I guess stay tuned for that. And seeing a lot of our friends reach incredible milestones in the podcast space. I just saw uh, Married to the Games um, starting to make plans for episode 400. And watching watching my friends do this is absolutely incredible. I'm so proud of them. Episode 250 of Nintendo Dad struck me in just the right way. I was at the right place at the right time. And um, it was just incredible to have Zach jump back on that show. And that was a huge reason. I think I mentioned in the show... Like why I wanted to have these guys pair up for this episode. I think we broke new ground and had conversations I don't think we expected to have. And I'm so grateful for the Nintendo. They have they have absolutely changed the trajectory of my life. So thank you to Justin and Zach for this episode and, and for everything. I always feel like whenever you say like thanks for everything you do, it it, it it's like the least you could say. <laughs> but like I actually don't know how else I can capture like literally everything thank you guys so much and i cannot wait to chat with you again we'll make arrangements very soon guys please if you have any questions about this episode or something that you've been itching to ask the nintendo dads in a maybe a, at least justin and, and zach of the nintendo dads of course uh um, respect to everybody else on the team if there's something you've been wanting to ask justin or zach please hit me up on twitter at sean capri sean like connor capri like the pants or on the discord and if you have liked what you've heard and if you like uh, this show and everything else I do, there's a number of ways that you can um, show support. You can follow at the GamerCast pod or myself, Sean Capri, on Twitter. You could share the podcast. You could retweet it. You could talk about it on your own podcast. You could rate it on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. <laughs> I always trip over that, man. You could rate it. Um, five-star and a five star review and a written review would be amazing if you want to change the world, Zach Erickson. Uh, you can follow me on Twitch. That always helps the show as well. Twitch.tv slash Sean Capri. And if um, you want to take the ultimate commitment, You can go to patreon.com slash Capri where you get bonus content like my solo uh, Q&A, AMA, ask any question you like and I will answer it. Seriously, I've answered every single question on the Pants Patreon podcast for patrons podcast you get this show early of course and a whole slew of other benefits you get to be one of uh, the top tier people on the internet along with a few dozen other people which is absolutely incredible we thank everybody for your support and if you want to take the plunge go there it would be greatly appreciated thank you to uh, the artists of this podcast artwork Fiona McKinnon my throat is dying you guys please <laughs> Please support me on the Xbox Drive and if we're at Nintendo. Otherwise, this is episode 7 of the GamerCast. It's now in your ears. It's now time for Jason. I'm saving my Christmas wishes for next time. So uh, let's get on to Jason, all right? Where is he? Jason's lost in the mall, so let's go find him. Jason! Jason, come on. Where is it? Here he is. Jason. Jason! 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 Jason!